Greetings from the great state of Texas. I'm Pastor Brian Fouts with Hazak Ministries. And before we get started, I just wanted to introduce someone who's very special that will be joining us on our show every month. So everyone, please welcome our sister, Lisa Stevens. Good evening, everyone. I'm so excited to be a part of this wonderful show. That's just awesome, Lisa. And again, could you share with our listeners, what do you do for the ministry? Well, quite a few things, Brian, besides keeping you in line. (laughs) Yes, besides that. So what do you share with our listeners on how long that you've been with Hazak Ministries? Um, My family and I were truly blessed to meet Brian and Leah in uh, 2004, and we have been family since then, that first meeting. And uh, in 2011, Brian and Leah decided to start a ministry, and I was blessed to be a part of their core intercessor prayer team. Then a few years later, I started managing their website, social media, blogs, etc. And it's really been a fantastic experience being a part of the ministry. Oh, we couldn't do half the stuff that we do that that we don't since we have you. So now you have a very beautiful accent. So could you share a little bit about with our listeners from where you're from? Thank you, Brian. I was born and raised in a small town called Port Elizabeth in South Africa, which is on the tip of Africa. And I visited my sister in Houston, Texas in 1994. And I was blessed to be offered a job with Evangelistic Temple Church on 11th Street, Houston, Texas. And the rest is history. Ah. So the rest is history, as they say. So thank you, sister. So you have really been a blessing to us. So kind of let's move on to our show. So good everyone. Good evening, everyone. And so tonight we're reaching out here on the radio, and we're going to share four things that are going to change your future. And so we're going to be talking about... uh, Oh, well, we're not going to talk about those. So anyway, so we're going to be talking about a couple of different things that are going to be changing your life and that God's got a plan and a purpose for you. This evening, we're going to share four things to help you settle up for the year. And if you would like to have your friends listen in this evening, Please have them call in and dial 626-696 to listen. That number again is 626-696-8607. So again, greetings from the scenic Columbus, Texas area where the town out here is located on the beautiful Colorado River. So for those of you who don't know, Columbus is the oldest surveyed and plotted Anglo-American town out here in Texas. And it's on the site of the legendary Indian village of Montezuma. That's for you Indian lovers out there. 
and historians say that members of Stephen F. Austin's Old 300 group began arriving out here in the area way back in 1821. And so with that, good evening, Sister and Evangelist Montel Fields, and I'm Brian Fouts. And I'm Lisa Stevens. So this evening we are honored and excited to be back here on Reaching Out Radio, where we are reaching out to be the hands and the feet of Jesus Christ. And for those of you listening in the area, we are with Tazak Ministries. And our ministry was started with the vision to bring a message of hope, healing, and encouragement to those who are hurting, lost, and hopeless. Now, for those who do not know, the word hazak is a Hebrew word. It means to make or be strong, to strengthen, to sustain, to support, and to encourage. We hope that you, our listeners, will be encouraged with our message this evening. So if you've missed some of our previous radio programs, you can do a couple of things. One, you can always go out to Reaching Out Radio at www.blogtalkradio.com and just type in Brian and Leah Fouts or you can type in www.blogtalkradio.com and type in Brian Fouts and Lisa Stevens and there you can listen to some of our previous radio shows and listen to them free on demand program with a word of prayer Father we pray for protection for Martel and for the Reaching Out Radio team, we pray against any technical difficulties, against any demonic powers in the airwaves. And we'd like to pray for those in our listening audience. We pray for open hearts and changed lives in this, this evening in Jesus Christ. And we'd like to say a special prayer for all those that have been affected by the hurricane in Florida. May God protect them and help them through these challenges. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, amen and amen and amen. Well, we've got a great show in store for you tonight, and this evening we will share four things in helping you to set up for the new year, and we will be sharing about authority to saddle up and learning about what it means to be in the thicket and what it means for a time to declare. So first thing we're going to do is talk about authority. So what's first on our program this evening, Brian? Well, authority, and we're going to be talking about that word, authority. Wow, that's a huge subject. I'm so excited to listen to that topic tonight. Well, it is huge. You bet it is. So, listeners, so grab your pen or pencil and paper, and then get ready to learn some really awesome tips for your walk-in life. Or uh, you could uh, get on your computer or iPad or iPhone and prepare for those great ideas to help you and your future. That's really awesome, Lisa. I'm ready. Are you? I'm always ready. So let's get started, Brian. You know, recently I was taking a stroll out here in Beeson Park close to the house. You're taking strolls, Brian. And 
Isn't it right there near the Colorado River? Well, it is, and I haven't fallen in yet. <laughs> so I know. So, you know, I try to take a break a couple of times a, a day or during the week just to get out to walk if the if the weather's right. And it really helps me to relax. You know, I can kind of stretch and enjoy the beautiful rolling landscape out here in Texas. And you have always told me on the phone that your walks seem to refresh you and give you witty ideas. Well, yes, they do. So, you know, so as I finished my walk, I was, felt kind of a stirring in my spirit. And I've been thinking about, you know, letting go. Stuck in my head, let it go, let it go. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you learn more when you let it go and let God take over. And when you do some really amazing things begin to happen. It sure does. You know, and suddenly the word authority flashed in my head. And wow, of all of the words that I thought that I could be thinking of, this was the one word that just seemed to have popped out into my head. So I got to thinking, so what does this word authority really mean? Well, Brian, I looked that word up in Webster's Dictionary, and it defines this word as a citation as from a book or file used in defense or support, the power to influence or command thought or behavior or freedom granted by one in authority, persons who are in command. And number four, a convincing force. Wow. A convincing force. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Now, you know, in Hebrew, that word is the word tokef. And it means authority, it means power, it means strength, and it means energy. I love the word strength and energy. Yeah, those came across pretty cool, I thought. So where does this authority come from? You know, I like the way that this, that question is actually asked and then answered in the book of Job. In Job 34:13 and verse 21, I'm going to read this from the New American Standard. It says, "Who gave him authority over the earth, and who has laid on him the whole world? For God's eyes are on the ways of a man, and he sees all his steps." Okay, Brian, I get that, but does authority really mean anything to me? Well, of course it does. Does it really matter in the big scheme of things? Well, you bet it does. I know I pretty much do my own thing, as you know, by start <laughs> keeping you in line. <laughs> and I don't need any help. Well, of course you don't. However, if you really want to make a difference in this world and really make an impact in the lives of others, you just might want to stay tuned in and listen in just a little bit further. That sounds awesome. So if you think about it, there is some really good stuff waiting for you just right around the corner. You see, we can pretty much do whatever we want to do using our own 
intellect and thinking, but the Lord has given us something that is even better. And what has he given us, Ron? Well, besides, so, you know, where do you think that you get all of your ideas? Where do you think they came from? They all come from him. And this is from Amos in 4, uh, 13 from the Amplified. It says, For behold, he who forms the mountains and creates the wind and declares to man what are his thoughts, he who makes the dawn into darkness and treads on the heights of the earth, the Lord God of hosts is his name. That's so true, Brian. You know, we are all going through some difficult trials at the moment even with our different countries. And we are so blessed to have a mighty and loving Father. Isn't that true? And you know, folks, you see, if we have been given authority to be servants, to serve him and others, and here is something really, really cool. And what's that? He has given us superhuman abilities to do the work that he has called us to do. You see... There are two types of authority in this world. The first one is intrinsic authority. That is the type that you were born with. And then there's delegated authority, and this is the authority that is given to you. Hmm, that's very interesting. What else? And the first that's right, it is. And the first thing that Jesus gave us when he left was authority. Yes, you heard that right. Authority was given to us. Authority over our territory and authority over our assignments. And in Romans 13, verse 1, it says, Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, granted by his permission and sanction. And those which exist have been put in place by God. So what does authority look like? I mean, is this anything different than what I'm doing now? Well, yes, it is. It is all-inclusive of everything that you were doing and much, much more. This is from Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20, and I'm going to read this from the New International Version. It says, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. What a wonderful passage that we are to go and make disciples of all of the nations. That's a wonderful mandate from the Lord. Well, it is. And so and here's something very important. When you decide to let God take control, he will give you the authority that you need to fulfill his calling and his assignment on your life. And John shared this insight from Jesus when he said, this is from John 14, 12 through 14 in the Amplified. 
I assure that you are and most solemnly say to you that anyone who believes in me as Savior will also do the things that I do, and he will do even greater things than these in the extent and the outreach, because I am going to the Father, and I will do whatever that you ask in my name as my representative. And this I will do so that the Father may be glorified and celebrate in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name as my representative, this I will do. That's a powerful scripture and a wonderful promise from one of its many promises from our Father. It is, and even my cat agrees with me. She's just meowing away over here. Yeah, I hear Grace. She's so sweet. She is, and so yes, it is, and that this is a promise that you can count on. So be ready to be moved mightily this week by our Lord and prepare to take authority over your territory and your assignments this week. And finally, remember this. Have I not commanded you to be strong and vigorous and very courageous? Be not afraid, neither be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So as you begin your day, stop, take some time out, and to pray, and to give God praise for all of the things that he has done for you and for your family. And when you do, you too will be blessed. I found that was a great study tonight, and I pray and hope is that you were blessed to saddle up. Yes, it is. It's time to saddle up. And so before we get started on our next study this evening, I wanted to share this special word of hope with everyone out there and to encourage you all to remind you of God's promise that regardless of all of the challenges that are taking place in the world right now and in your own life, and in our own country, and in our own com communities, that today, that God is still in control. And even though there seems to be bitterness, confusion, and anxiety in our world today, and the enemy always tries to distract us from our Father, remember this, what if we repent and turn ourselves back to the Lord? He will heal our land, and he will heal us. That's awesome. And I want you to, and I want to read to you God's promise. This is from Second Chronicles 7:14 in the Amplified Bible. And if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves, pray, seek, crave, and require any necessity of my face, and turn from their wicked, wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. Oh, Brian, I love that verse. So then, tonight, it's time to saddle up. So again, while I was taking my walk the other day, I was thinking about everything going on around us. Change is all around us. Some good, yeah, and yes, some not so good. And with all of these distractions, we have to stay focused on him so that we can stay track on our kingdom assignments and work and to keep the momentum going. And I stopped and I took a breath from my walk and I looked across the field where some horses were gazing out in the pasture. 
Oh, Leah loved horses. I truly must Oh, you know, she sure did. She taught me a lot about horses and what this one was and what that one was. And so as I was looking, these words came up into my mind. It's time to saddle up. So grab the reins and head out into the sunrise. I'm ready. I'm sure our listeners are ready. (laughs) So then what does it mean to saddle up? And just where did this come from? Well, according to Webster's Dictionary, that word saddle means to put a saddle on to saddle a horse, to load or charge as with a burden. He has saddled himself with a lot of problems to impose as a burden or responsibility. That's really cool. You know, and it also means to mount into the saddle, often followed by up or in a position to direct or to command or to be in control. Or the act of getting ready to go somewhere, especially the act of getting ready to drive somewhere. And lastly, to leave or prepare to leave. Ah, you know now in Hebrew that word saddle is the word merkav, and it's actually pronounced merkavi. And it means chariot, place to ride, a riding seat, a chariot, or a seat or a saddle. Did you catch that last one? (laughs) There's that word saddle again. So in essence, when we saddle up, we actually mount up for the next ride. Now that word mount in the Hebrew is the word Allah, and it means to bring up to cause to ascend, to climb, or to cause to go up. Okay. Uh, this scripture is Isaiah forty thirty one in the King James Version. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. That's Isaiah 40, 31 in the King James Version. Isn't that neat, folks? If we wait upon the Lord, then he will give us all that we need. We wait upon the Lord, he will give us all that we need. And you know, I found this neat website the other day. There was something in here for every cowboy or cowgirl, and it contained the top 100 cowboy Bible verses from the simplified cowboy version. Yes, and I just love the way Isaiah 40, 31 reads in the simplified cowboy version. Those well, who give hope it to in us, the Lord... cowgirl. <laughs> <laughs> Let me start again. But those who hope in the Lord will be able to get back on. They will ride to the top of mountains They will thunder across the plains. They will walk boldly and stand proud. Isn't that awesome? (laughs) I just (laughs) love it. (laughs) We'll be able to get back on. That was great. So when we mount up or we saddle up, the Lord can renew our strength and we can run and not be weary. You know, if you think that you're alone out there, think again. 
And here's another verse to make you feel real good inside. This is from Hebrews 4:15. This is also from the Cowboy Bible. We have a cowboy on our side that stands before God and completely understands everything we go through. He has tried every trail and experienced every situation, but he never made a mistake or sinned. How about that? A cowboy that never made a mistake or sinned. I just love that verse. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, so to start a new journey or to get back on track, or uh, no pun intended, to get back on the trail, uh, you have to prepare to leave and be prepared to be led by the one who has given you the vision to make a difference in this life. I know that that is finding a way can sometimes be a tough task to take on. And you know, it's important to learn that you have to believe and to receive, and believing is important. But more than that, you have to learn to go from believing to knowing so that it will be done. That's so true. Yes, it is so true. It's just, you know, it's it's just amazing. So, you know, that means that your faith has has to have faith to believe. And once that you have that belief, then you will move from believing to knowing. So here's another scripture from John 1, verse 12 in the Amplified Bible. But to as many as did receive and welcome him, he gave the right, the authority, the privilege to become children of God. That is, to those who believe in, adhere to, trust in, and rely on his name. Man, I love that. And as this scripture says, he gave us the authority and the privilege to become children of God. That means he will provide everything that we need to accomplish the goals and the visions that he has given to us. So we have to learn to renew our faith and let God work in us so that we can revive he can revive our heart and renew our focus. And I want to share this last piece of scripture with you, and this is from John 1.12. And I kind of like the way this one reads in the cowboy version. I'm kind of on the cowboy kick tonight. To all who have chosen to saddle up with him and to those who believed in who they ride for, he gave them the right to become cowboys of God. Yeehaw, partner. So as they say in Texas, time's a wasted. Time to get her done, and it's time to saddle up. That was a great study and different, <laughs> Brian. So listeners, tonight our prayer and hope is that you were all blessed by this message tonight. You betcha. So our next study and topic tonight is going to be on the word thicket. Sarah Brown thicket? <laughs> That's not an yeah. everyday word. <laughs> nope, it's not. This is surely going to be an interesting topic for all of us this evening. Yeah, I think so. So you bet. So if you've not already done this already, 
Grab your pen or your pencil and paper and get ready to learn some more awesome tips for your walk in life. Or you can grab your computer, your pad, or your phone and prepare some great ideas to help you and your walk with God in the future. That's right. So that's awesome. So I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready, ready to go, as the cowboys always <laughs> said. <laughs> so, Brian, let's so, get started. There you go. So this past month, while I was driving down the road from where I live, I noticed a group of plants growing together. There was a small riverbed below, and all around the bed were some oak trees, some tall bushes, and other tall plants, vines, and some other sticker-type bushes. That sounds like an interesting place. I wouldn't want to get stuck in those sticker bushes. <laughs> <laughs> and you <laughs> and you say that's near nearby down the road? Well, as we say out here, it was just down the road a ways. So, you know, <laughs> so as I stood there gazing upon this landmark, that word thicket left my lips. I don't know why, but the word thicket came out of my mouth. You sure come up with some interesting words, Brian. (laughs) I know, I know. You know, I even asked myself, or Leah used to ask me, she said, where did that come from? Was that the pizza that I ate last night, or was it something else? Ha! So anyway, so what is a thicket? Whoops. Defines the word as a group of bushes or small trees that grow close together. Well, that's true. And it's also a dense growth of shrubbery or small trees or something resembling a thicket in density or that's impenetrable. Basically, it's pretty thick stuff and you can barely see through it or even walk through it. Well, Brian, there's a great verse from Genesis 22, verse 13, from the Amplified Bible. And it says, Then Abram looked up and glanced around, and behold, behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. And Abram went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering, ascending sacrifice instead of his son. That's in Genesis 22, verse 13, out of the Amplified Bible. That's right. So now that word thicket in Hebrew is the word savek, which means to entwine, or it's entwining vine, or it's a tree or a bush. So in the scripture verse that Lisa just read, it said, And behold, behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. So like the ram mentioned in that verse, have you ever found yourself stuck in a thicket? Well, not necessarily a thicket, but I have found myself stuck. (laughs) And I'm sure our listeners have been in the same place at one time or the other. There you go. So you know what I mean. And that feeling of being caught or trapped, and yes, that feeling that you were about to be sacrificed for something. (laughs) <laughs> That's funny. So, Brian, do you have an example for our listeners? 
Well, yes, I do. You know, this can happen when a company downsizes or a company that you work for closes the doors, or it can happen in a relationship or in a business and even in a church. Suddenly you feel that you are trapped, that you're stuck big time, and you cannot do a thing. They say that when things get tough, the tough get going. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, what should we tell people, Brian, when things do get rough? What do you do? How do you handle things? We're all going through some rough times lately. Well, yes, we have been, and many people tend to have a knee-jerk reaction. They uh, they want to blame others. They want to get mad. They want to rant and rave at being taken advantage of, and of course, in turn, to anything that they want to they want to try to find peace and safety out of everything that they're doing. I know they always say it's not fair or it's not my fault. It's someone else's fault. I love that line. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> blame Billy. Don't blame me. <laughs> that is just so true. Revert to kids. <laughs> That's right. A child's, and in those times, a child's mindset. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's in those times that one might sacrifice all that they have just to stop the pain and to find peace and security. That's true. Um, we all are searching for peace and security, and we just have to make sure we stay on God's path and not fear off. That's true. That's really great. Now, back to a story in the Old Testament. Abraham, who was going to sacrifice something dear to his heart, his child. But Abraham trusted God, and the Lord provided a ram instead. So, in a moment of fear and distress, we may feel that we have to sacrifice something to get past our obstacles in life. And this could be our jobs, it could be our homes, our finances, and possibly our family. But God wants us to trust him and to look in the thicket for his answer. Why? Because God will always provide. That's true. I want to read this promise from the Lord. This is from Genesis 22, verse 14 in the Amplified Bible, and it says, So Abraham named that place, the Lord will provide. And it is said to this day, on the mountain of the Lord, it will be seen and provided. That wonderful scripture is from Genesis 22, verse 14, out of the Amplified Bible. Oh, that's just really great. You know, now here's something neat. In Hebrew language, the word provide is the word ra'ah, and it means to be seen or to perceive or to appear or even to be visible. And you see, God makes no demands on us, only that we trust him. He has given us free, a free gift. He's given us a gift of salvation and eternal life, and he will provide everything that we need in life. That's right. He will provide 
everything that we need. So that means when you're out in the thicket, the Lord will provide for all things, and he will provide you with the answer to all of your prayers. Our God will always supply everything we need. This is from Philippines 4.19 in the English Standard Version Bible. And it says, And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Jesus Christ. Let me repeat that. Listen. And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Jesus Christ. That is Philippines 4, verse 19, in the English Standard Version Bible. That is just really awesome. And God will also give you what you need in times of stress, desperation, and hopelessness. Some people might say, you do not know what I'm going through, what I'm walking through. I really need help, wisdom discernment and direction. I'm really afraid of what's going on around me in the world, in my community. Or what can you say that will give me or our listeners hope? Ah, here's a great piece of hope for you to cling on to by clinging on to the Lord. And this is from 1 Corinthians 10, 13 from the Amplified. No temptation, regardless of its source, has overtaken or enticed you that is not common to human experience, nor is any temptation unusual or beyond human resistance. But God is faithful to his word, and he is compassionate and trustworthy. And he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability to resist. But along with that temptation he has in the past and is now and will always provide the way out as well so that you will be able to endure it without yielding and will overcome temptation with joy. Isn't that awesome? That's 1 Corinthians 10.13. So when you find yourself stuck out in the thick of things or being stuck out in the thicket as as we've talked about tonight just remember a couple of things here yikes there we go try this simple step pray ask the Lord for help and then wait for his reply another great study tonight Brian so listeners our prayer and hope tonight is that you were blessed by these studies and that it will be wonderful tools to get you through awesome so before we get started on our next study I've been praying and also wanted to share the special word of hope with you Yes, to encourage you, our listeners, and also to remind you of God's promises. We all are walking through challenges in this world, 
in our country, in our communities, in our families. Today, I want to remind you all that God is still in control. He is still on the throne. And here is a wonderful promise and reminder from Philippines 4, verse 6 and 7 in the International Version. Be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God will transcend all understanding, will guard your heart, your mind in Christ. Let me repeat that. That is a one of God's many promises to us. And one of them is from Philippines 4, verse 6 and 7. And this is out of the New International Version Bible. And it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, Present your request to God. And the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Ah, that was just awesome, Lisa. So in fact, this evening we're going to talk about the word declare next. Declare. Oh, I love that word. Such a great topic. We all need to declare positive affirmations daily to keep our vibrations positive and attract positive. We, That's awesome. When you're because you know when you're negative, you attract the negative. That is one of God's laws. So we all want to be positive in the Lord. That is so true. That's just really neat. Okay, so again, I was walking around on the grounds at Beeson Park out here by the Colorado River, and I was thinking about God's plans for the ministry this year. Yeah, I've been doing that a lot lately, Brian, since uh, Leah passed away. Well, I know I have been, and during this time, I've been praying for his will and direction. And then suddenly, yes... Suddenly, this word popped into my head. <laughs> Did it hurt when it popped? <laughs> no, no, silly girl. That's something Leah would have told me. No, it didn't hurt. But anyway, that word came to me, and that word was declare. People may ask, what is so important about this word, declare? And why in the world do we need to declare anything? Well, you know, it's not a it's not an eclair, so it's not a donut. So so well first <laughs> things first, after my prayer time, I went back inside to look up this word. I have this one. I looked up the okay. word in Webster's dictionary. You know I always do that. <laughs> and this was Pretty interesting. Uh, declare means to make known formally, officially, or explicitly. To make clear and to make evident. To state emphatically or affirm something. Ah, 
Ah, your words, to make clear and emphatically. Okay, so did you find a Bible verse to go with this one then? I sure did. I found a lovely verse to share with our listeners. This is from Psalm 40, verse 5, in the Amplified Bible. And it says, okay. No, it doesn't say okay. (laughs) 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 So here we go. Many, O Lord my God, are the wonderful works which you have done and your thoughts towards us. No one can compare with you. I should declare and speak of them. There are too many to be numbered. Ah. Now yeah. that word, yeah. Now that word declare in Hebrew is the word yada. Now that's not, not to be yabba confused. Yabba <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not to be con- confused with yada, 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 yada. So. So here are a few of the definitions for this really neat word. It means to know, to perceive and see, to find out and discern. It means to distinguish, to know by experience, to rec Oh, God bless me. It means to recognize, to admit, to acknowledge and to confess. And it also means to consider, to have knowledge and to be wise, to be made known, and this was really interesting, it it also means to be revealed. And you know I have a scripture for that, and it's from Job. (laughs) And it's from Job 22, verse 28, out of the Amplified Bible, and here we go. You shall also decide and decree a thing, and it shall be established for you. And the light of God's favor shall shine upon your ways. That's from Job 22, verse 28. That's really neat. So, if you declare something, then it will be established for you, and the light shall shine on your ways. Well, I don't know about you, but that was pretty amazing. All right, so here are some other things to declare about God's promise in your life. We have to learn to declare his supernatural peace. We have to learn to declare his healings. We have to learn to declare his blessings, and we have to do that daily. And we have to remind ourselves of his provision and of his blessings and of his favor in our life. So listeners, I truly love that last one. Find yourself of his provision and of his blessings and favor over your life. Amen to that. Amen. You know, and I was also reminded of a couple of great things that Doug Addison shared about being prepared And he wrote this back all the way back in 2017. And that this actually kind of plays into us for 2022. We need to declare and agree with the new things that will bring spiritual refreshing while we have been in the wilderness. Because I think a lot of us have been in the wilderness, if not in the thicket. 
And we have to learn to forget the former things and do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. And that's from Isaiah 43, 18, and 19. And we need to declare a new day as God's light shines on and through us. Amen. Yes, this is from Isaiah 60, verse 1 in the New International Version. Arise, shine, for light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Oh, I just love that verse. And we also need to declare that the Lord will provide for all things and that we have to learn to call on him daily. Let me repeat so that. True. We also need to declare that the Lord will provide for all things and that we have to learn to call upon him daily. That's right. So I found another lovely scripture from Psalms 116, verse 1 and 2 in the New International Version Bible. And it okay. says, I love the Lord, for he's, he heard my voice. He heard my cry for mercy because he turned his ear to me. I will call on him as long as I live. Let me repeat that. This is from Psalm 116, verse 1 and 2. I love the Lord, for he heard my voice. He heard my cry for mercy because he turned his ear to me. I will call on him as long as I live. Isn't that wonderful? That's just great. You know, and here's something really important. You have to learn to declare that you will pray daily. When I get up and get rolling in the morning, I have a daily prayer to start the day. It kind of goes like this. Father, I give you praise this morning for the weather and change of season. I praise you for another day to be on the top side of the grass. Help me to be positive, to be open, willing, and obedient to be used by you, Father. And I look forward to those divine appointments and divine encounters. And I thank you for the open doors and opportunities to help others. And I thank you for all that you do. And I thank you for that we are blessed in our coming and our going. And Father, we thank you that you have blessed us to be a blessing to others. And if you're faltering or falling down in your work or vision, it's time to pick yourself up and ask God to encourage you and to give you strength and endurance. And here's a great promise to remember. But it is for those who hope in the Lord that they will renew their strength, that they will soar on wings like eagles, and that they will run and not grow weary so that they will walk and not faint. And that's from Isaiah 40:31. Shout this from the rooftops and begin to declare your victory over the enemy today. Well, Brown, that was really a great study tonight. So listeners, our prayer and hope is that you were blessed to overflowing. So until next month, I'm Brian Fouts. And I'm Lisa Stevens. 
And we are both with Hazak Ministries, an encouragement ministry out here by the Colorado River, out here in Columbus, Texas. And just a reminder, Brian and Leah have written a couple of books about their journey and how they got into ministry. Their first book is called From Misery to Ministry, A Walk of Faith to the Loss of a Loved One. It is a wonderful book that brings hope, healing, and encouragement to those who have lost a loved one. And folks, it's easy to read and it will make an impact in your life. And the book is available through our website. And we actually have a second book. Yes, and it's called Steps of Faith. And Steps of Faith is an exciting adventure into learning to be led by the Holy Spirit. Encounters would become the stepping stones for their very own steps of faith, learning to trust him in all things and for all things. And we also happen to have a third book. They do, and it's called Walking Through Grief, A Journey of Peace. And this is a great book with lots of resources and stories to help you walk through the process of grief and to bring healing. And we want to bless you with a, our message of encouragement. And we want to pray that these books will help you to be open, willing, and obedient to the Lord. And we hope that these divine encounters will assist you in learning to take your very, very own steps of faith. You can learn more on how to order these books by visiting our website at www.hazakministries.web address. Again, is www.hazakministries.com. And if you'd like for me to come and speak at your church or to your men's group or to one of your special events, please contact us at 832-878-8043. That number again is 832-878-8043. And I always like to say you can always catch us on our handy-dandy landline at 979-500-4256. That number again is 979-500-4256. And just a reminder, this would be a great time to write down all of the things that you are thankful for and share them with your loved ones and others. And you know, I'm very thankful that Jesus saved me and that I can serve him doing the work for the kingdom. And Lisa and I also want to thank you and the listeners of Reaching Out Radio for tuning in this, this evening. And it's been an honor for both Lisa and I to be a featured guest here with Evangelist Montel Fields on Reaching Out Radio, where we are reaching out to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. So with that, until next month, so long, and remember to be strong and to be his ox.